Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program, 888-727-BECK. Fascinating point on what's going on with the Supreme Court and all the all the feedback, all of uh, all the flack they're getting from people online and on television. Uh, we'll get into that. Plus, Kamala Harris had some genius things to say to parents, uh, which We'll share with you as well, coming up in 60 seconds. So how important is your identity to you? I mean, it's not only standing, of course, as a protective wall between everything you have financially and the dangerous world of cyber criminals. It also says who you are in the community, what level of credibility you have. But with a tiny slip of information, and it doesn't have to be much, all of it can be taken away in an instant It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Every day, we put our information at risk on the internet, and that's what LifeLock is here for. They can't catch everything. No one can, but they can monitor things better than you can on your own. I mean, a lot better, let's be honest about it. If you're as lazy as I am, you're not doing anything to protect yourself. You need LifeLock to do this for you. And if you do become a victim, their restoration specialists can work with you to help you fix the problem quickly. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But you can help protect what's yours with LifeLock by Norton. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code BECK. 1-800-LIFELOCK. Head to LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK for 25% off. It's 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Interesting thing going on with the uh, Supreme Court decision as far as uh, Roe v. Wade is concerned. Uh, it It was Sam Alito who wrote the opinion. But it seems to be, uh, it seems to be someone else who's getting all the flack for it. Yeah, it seems to be Clarence Thomas largely getting all the flack. Now Alito, mm. it's white male. Pat, I don't mm. know if you know this. I, I did know that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Clarence Thomas is not. He's not a white male. He's not a white male. Well, what about he, his white supremacy? A lot what of about that? F. Clarence Thomas being said. All yeah, over the place. I, I've seen the N word applied to him. Oh yeah. I, you know, um, Uncle Tom, the N-word, you can call him whatever you want, I guess, as long as you're on the left. Mm -hmm. It's totally fine. I mean, you've seen this all over the place. bizarre. This would obviously be attributed to racism if 
someone on the right was doing. No question. When you're critical of any person who happens to be another race, always the motivation is mm-hmm. assigned to you to mm-hmm. be racism. Uh, but we had we had Lori Lightfoot. Do we have the Lori Lightfoot? Sod- I think we do have the Lori Lightfoot mm-hmm. audio of her at, uh, at this concert. This is her talking uh, mm-hmm. about the abortion ruling and saying F Clarence Thomas. If you read Clarence Thomas concurrence, he said thank you, Clarence Thomas. She's delightful, isn't she? She's a delight. And I, you know, beyond that, and I, I hate to get into this, but she's just pretty. I mean, she's just a just. <laughs> she's so attractive. Yeah, you're right. You know, it's you're hard. Right. It's hard to be critical of her because it she's is. so beautiful. Yeah, right. In every way. In every way. In every way. I just just happen to like. She kind of glows. She glo- she, yeah, she does. She does. She yeah. does. I just have. I mean, maybe it's just me. I just have a thing for no, people that you. have eyes in very strange places. Like they just seem to be pointing in all different directions. I just love it. You know, I just got that thing for the that fish-eyed look. Yeah. You know? Well, there's no. I mean, it's no wonder. It's really a, an it's, attractive. It's look. It's just attractive. It I mean, it's not traditionally uh, thought of in that way. Oh, really? But you know. Hmm. They're doing different things. Like, for example, in the swimsuit issue right now, they're doing different things. They have a larger women. Hey, they are doing different um, things. They that have sometimes mm-hmm. guys. Yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. uh, trans people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, people with without their limbs. There's a lot of different kind of attractiveness. Right. Thank you, Pat. Yeah. And Lori Lightfoot fits yeah. exactly in that kind of attractiveness. Yeah, it's a, a different, different kind. Different kind of a different kind. But so she was addressing this Clarence Thomas thing and people say... Oh, Lori Lightfoot there. Like, you know, we are not going to stand by and let this happen. You know who else isn't standing by and letting this happen? The other conservative justices. Now, I think Clarence Thomas is right on this point, which is the idea that these these Supreme Court rulings were decided improperly. And when mm-hmm. you have overt creation of rights through the court, that should be reversed. Mm-hmm. I agree with clarence thomas on that i do not want contraception to be illegal in this country no however when the ruling is is put through in a way that is improper you should reverse it and then states should allow it states should be allowing contraception which of course all 50 of them would immediately Mm -hmm. so taking the next step beyond that the idea that you have to stand up against clarence thomas is ridiculous he has one vote he has, he has his own vote to do the things he's talking about, which mm-hmm. is why he wrote a concurrence in which only he was involved in. No one else was agreed with him on it. You have one vote <laughs> right. in the Supreme Court on this. Right. One. That's an important point. But they are trying to terrify you that he's going to undo all these other rights. Yeah, he can't. He can't. Clarence Thomas is not the king of America. He might be the most important man in America. Uh-huh. I might argue that. Uh-huh. But he is not the king. He is king. not the king. Nor he does he want to do be the king, by the way. So all of the racism starts spilling out of the left. Ah, why uh, is like, this? Like you can't believe. Why is this? Why are they attacking <clears throat> Clarence Thomas? And if I'll give you one other example who's taken a beating for this, it's not Brett Kavanaugh. It's not Justice Gorsuch. It's Amy Coney Barrett, the woman Man. and the black person. Those two teams seem to be the targets yeah. of every ounce of animosity from the left. Why is that? I know what they would say it was. Mm-hmm. They would say it's sexism and racism. And you know what? Maybe it no is. No doubt. Maybe it is. Well, I, I think it is. 
I don't know I really why. Do I don't believe know, it is. I don't know what else it could be, especially with Amy Coney Barrett. Mm-hmm. Like all she did was agree with the opinion. She's exactly. I mean, mm-hmm. Thomas did take that extra step, so maybe you could argue there's a little bit of that there. But Amy Coney Barrett, all she did was agree. All she did was concur with the opinion. Mm-hmm. That's it. But you look at the left, and you see how often this happens, and it's just it's to the point now where you can't ignore it mm. anymore. You you've got to acknowledge they are a bunch of racists. I mean, somebody who doesn't get nearly enough credit for his racism is Joe Biden. Mm. I mean, how many times have we been down that road where he says things that are completely racist and gets away with it and nobody says anything? I mean, you got the first sort of sort of mainstream African American, right? Who's who is articulate, articulate and bright and bright, clean, clean and yeah. nice looking guy. It's actually I mean, it's, shower. It's a storybook, man. It's a storybook, man. They don't usually shower. I don't know if you're aware of that. Yeah. Yeah, they're not usually articulate. That's no, for sure. Come on, according now. to Joe Biden, <laughs> it's a, like think about this. He's comparing Barack Obama, an African American who can speak and takes showers, to yep. like a unicorn. Yes, to a magical to something story. That's a storybook. Yeah, I, that's incredible. How does how how did that guy become the Democratic nominee for president? And it's Other not just than, that. There have been so many times yeah. where he's gone down that road. The, uh, the other. Part, portion is uh-huh. a lot of people don't know how to register. Not everybody in huh. the community, in the Hispanic and the African American community, they particularly in you just don't uh, know. Uh, rural they, areas that are distant and or inner city city know how to use know how to get online to determine how to get in line for that COVID vaccination. Know how to get online. Are you kidding me? And I love how he tries to make this distinction between rural and, and urban, and he just includes all of them. So it's basically what? Maybe suburban blacks can figure out how to get registered, but not urban they're, or suburban. They're the only or, ones, or though. rural. Right. And if if a white, if if somebody had said this who is on the right, uh, what would happen? The largest growth in population is Indian Americans moving from India. You cannot go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. He's not joking about it. I'm not Are joking. You? Okay, yeah, he's, he's not, not joking. joking. I thought he might have been joking. No, there. he wasn't. Might, might have given him a pass, but <laughs> he no, he's not joking. joking. <laughs> and this is one of the most telling to me. And by the way, what you all know, but most people don't know, mm-hmm. unlike the African-American community, with notable exceptions, the Latino community is an incredibly diverse, diverse. community. Yeah, they have different thoughts. With incredibly different attitudes about different things. Yeah. N- not not blacks, though. They don't have different attitudes about no. different things. They all think alike. And this guy is so entitled that after saying all of those things, he then came to the table with, if you don't vote for Joe Biden, you ain't you black. Ain't black. That is, I mean, think of the entitlement that goes into a statement like that. So if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. Incredible. Seriously incredible. This man is president of the United States. I just don't know how any of it happened. dropping. I don't don't understand how he became vice president to begin with. Oh, well, we do know that. Uh, Racism. Well, yeah. Barack Obama said he believed Americans were so racist, he needed to pick an old white guy. That is legitimately True. why he did it. Yeah. He wanted to pick an old white guy because he thought Barack Obama is pushing these racists far enough. You know, the, the, the name, uh, he's got a different name as he's pointed out. I don't know if you ever heard him say that, Pat. He, 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 pointed it. he, noted, <laughs> he did? He yeah. said that? Huh. He, he noted occasionally that his yeah. name was different. <laughs> and he had a different name. And there were a lot of people who would not accept that. So they had to uh-huh. bring in a steadying in, uh, um, 
influence yeah. from for somebody who was somebody older who could be and com- white. comfortable to whitey. Yeah. And that was because, another whitey. Because we know how Barack Obama sees the country. That's so true. People who have uh who are they, they are clinging to their gods and their guns mm-hmm. uh, and they they have antipathy to uh people who are different. This is how he sees America and he yep. saw America that way, so he picked Joe Biden and somehow this country rewarded him with the presidency. <laughs> it's incredible. It's it's incredible. How on earth? And clearly, he didn't like Joe Biden and still doesn't. I mean, you no. saw him when he came back to the White House and they celebrated his arrival and everything was so great. And they had all those get togethers. And Biden was like a little puppy dog that was trying to get his attention. Mm-hmm. I mean, desperately trying. Barack, Barack. He's yelling at Barack and and Obama continues to ignore him and turns his back on him the whole time. He didn't even like him, but I think you're right. It was the racism. And when mm-hmm. even when he tries not to be racist, he's still racist. Like f- the <clears throat> time, for example, as I was just reminded, uh, that uh, when he said poor kids are just as bright as white kids. No, he didn't say that. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, come on. Oh, the amount, the, the, the lengths the left man. will go mm-hmm. to paint a conservative or a Republican as a racist. They will take something oh. out of context that no they didn't mean from 50 years ago yeah. and trot it out as evidence that they're this evil uh, undercover racist. When you have, mm. I mean, seemingly every speech that Joe Biden makes has some racial comment in it. That is uh, uncomfortable to hear. And the only exception to that are the ones where you can't understand his sentences. Like the only reason he has not been doing that that much lately is because now he just mumbles through them and you can't tell what he's saying. God only knows what words he's saying under the mumbling. (laughs) How many times this guy blurted out a slur in the middle of his speech and we didn't realize it? Probably a ton. Uh, (laughs) Oh my God, I think he just said the N word. Yes, he probably did. (laughs) That. It really is a problem. I mean, Trent Lott said what? That he liked somebody, he liked a former or, or a person that people considered a racist? It was, uh, what's his face? Yeah. 100-year-old guy. Uh, yes, I can't remember. Uh, uh, Strom Thurmond? Strom Thurmond. Yeah, it was Strom Thurmond. And he said, yeah, yeah we'd be better off. Like He would have been a great right? president Wasn't or something to that effect. It, it was, I think it was his 100th birthday. 100th birthday, which... You know, was close and he to said the guy would have been a great president. And I don't even think he said that. I think he said it would have been better off. We would have been better off if we listened to him or something like that. Now, it was not specific right. like we would have been better off if we listened to his racism. He just said a general nice comment at the guy's 100th birthday. And, and they threw him forever. out. Yeah. yeah. They threw yeah. him out. But they, all, you know, basically every other week we get another comment from Joe Biden. <laughs> and no one cares. It's Joe not being Joe. He's just allowed to do those things. And very, for a long time. Very strange. I mean, the Obama comment came in, what, 2008, 2007 or 8, when he talked about what a clean, articulate African-American he was. Yeah. Uh, so he's been doing it for a long time. And really the and old, getting away with it the And you go time. back to the 80s and 90s and you find even worse stuff. Oh, but, yeah. But I mean, yeah, yeah. you look at the only time he ever was really held to any account for all of the racial insensitivities was by Kamala his vice Harris. president. <laughs> in the debate when they wanted Biden to lose. At the time, they had the option of Bernie Sanders. They had the option of Kamala Harris. They had the Mm. option of all these other people. And they kind of didn't really want, the media didn't want Biden to win. 
So they ran with that Kamala Harris thing about how she was this girl. That girl was a five-year-old. Five-year-old girl. Five-year-old girl was was hurt by your busing policies. And that little girl was me. (laughs) To the surprise of absolutely no one. I know. Uh, it was the longest setup to a reveal line that everyone knew was coming that we've ever seen. But it was successful for her. I mean, this was yeah. that was when Kamala Harris rocketed to a, you know, first or second in the in the primary. She was unable to hold that position. Lasted about fifteen minutes, but, but was able to guilt him into putting her as VP. Mm-hmm. So I guess it worked in a, in a roundabout sort of way. But no one seems to care. No, they don't. No one seems to care. About we it. have more wisdom from Kamala coming up too uh, in sixty seconds. Uh, all right, Kamala Harris had a message for parents of boys, uh, and it's powerful. So you, really? you have to hear it. Yeah, hear it. Hear it. And when we think about it, everyone has something at risk on this. Hmm. First of all, if you are a parent of sons, do think about what this means mm-hmm. for the life of your son, mm-hmm. they, they might need and what that more. will mean in terms of the choices he will have. Oh, uh, you know what? I gotta say it. Right. She made that face that I should be like won over by that comment. So I am. <laughs> <laughs> are you? Uh, are yeah. you really? Oh my gosh! Yeah. I think I, powerful. I, uh, here's the thing. First of all, powerful. Never considered my son, I, 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 and that, which is weird. I have a son. Yeah. Never considered. Gosh, if this goes away, he might not be able to abort my grandson. <laughs> and I, you know, and I thought, or my granddaughter. <laughs> mm-hmm. Never thought of that. I never thought. Gosh, I really want him to do that because it's going to be great for me not to have a grandchild. I actually had yeah. the bizarre, I know this is weird, it's weird to admit on a national radio show, but I had the bizarre alternate opinion that I want grandchildren what? one day. Yeah, oh, like, I wanna, like I want to be able to do stuff weird. with them and, and go to their little league games and, uh-huh. and, and have an incredible experience of, you know, watching them grow up. I had never considered what I really want mm-hmm. is just an abortion factory. From my kids. I want them to be aborting the grandchildren all over the place. Why didn't I think of that? She also seems to be saying that you better look out because now your sons are going to have to take responsibility for pregnancies. Ooh. Which, <laughs> no. I mean, no, she would never. You, you, you don't want that. You don't want your sons to be responsible for their actions. Actually, that's another weird one. Again, I, I am way out of step, I guess, here. But I was thinking maybe he should be responsible for his own actions. Really? Yeah. Wow. I was thinking, like, if he does huh. something like that, if he, yeah, if he's if he punished for the baby, a, a girl, and was, I've got two daughters, nine years yeah. old, nine years old, and six years old. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to teach them first of all about values and morals. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Sure. Whatever. But sure. But if they make a mistake, no consequences, right? I don't Come want on. them punished with a baby, right? Oh, yeah. I don't baby. want them punished with uh, sexually transmitted uh, disease, STD at the age of sixteen. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, Thank you. I'm going to tell them, hey, look, there's right and wrong here, and it's wrong to impregnate uh, girls and then just leave them in the lurch, okay, and uh, and not marry them. What you should do, though, if you get her pregnant is we'll just wipe that clean and there won't be any consequences because we'll get the person an abortion, okay? Yeah, there's no consequences. Yeah. Uh, now, if that option is removed in your state, why then there might be consequences for your boy. And we can't have that. Uh, <laughs> is that. Is that not what she's saying there? Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, I just want to, I go to my kid and I say, you know what? You impregnate someone, control mm-hmm. Z. Undo. <laughs> just undo it. <laughs> is it that or is it control alt delete? I have, uh, well, got control, control alt delete Z? is restart. I have, okay. Uh, command Z on my <laughs> Mac, I think. And then c- control Z. Yeah. Just undo the thing. Yeah. You know, you can't, you shouldn't be punished with a baby. 
No. You think I want to be punished with a grandchild? No. After that? No. No, I wouldn't love the grandchild. No, no, no. I would th- I would look at it as a punishment. As a right. as an unfair consequence to my actions. That's not my fault and I should be able to control Z that thing whenever I want. Well, and look, your boys, they're not carrying a baby. No. Most of them. I mean, no. some of them, I guess, do. Now. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. Uh, wait a minute. I mean, <laughs> let's not get too generalized there. Yeah, because some men do carry babies. Because uh, to give Kamala Harris full credit here, mm-hmm. she may have been not talking about what we're saying, which is saying that the man might impregnate the woman. Mm-hmm. He may, she what may have he been saying, what if pregnant? he becomes pregnant? She may have. He needs to be able to get his abortion as well. You know? <laughs> and now so. your son's been impregnated. And he can't get an abortion in Texas. <laughs> now what do you do? You have to drive all the way to Kansas. That's unbelievable. Oh, man. <laughs> At least until Clarence Thomas gets his hands on Kansas, too. You know? <laughs> then, then right, yep. right, the Handmaid's yeah. Tale is coming. It's coming. Welcome to Gilead, Pat. Oof. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program, 888-727-BECK. Monday is a 4th of July holiday. If you need some goodies to go along with your 4th of July celebration, get the greatest cookies on earth at uh, kexi.com. You really liked the coconut, what was it, the coconut cream coconut cookie cream that we amazing. just did? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's available uh, now, I think, in the latest pack. There's a bunch of good ones in the latest Salted caramel pack. has probably always been my favorite, and that's back. And this time, it's pissed. I don't know what it's mad about. But yeah. It just came back pissed. I don't know why. Well, you took it You took it yeah. off the shelf Well, for that's a while. probably right. Mm-hmm. You're probably right. Uh, so, kexi.com, if you'd like to get the greatest cookie on earth. K-E-K-S-I? K-E-K-S-I. There you go. Glenn's thing is, uh, we've, we've had two names for this company. The first one was Scrumptious, which he didn't think anybody can spell. Second one is Kexi, which he doesn't think anybody can spell. <laughs> Glenn thinks you're an idiot. That's the... Uh, well, Kexi, though, is not even... Uh, scrumptious, you really should be able to spell. You should. I, I'm not, I, I yeah, you should. Kexi is, though, that means cookie in Finland. So it's a little Finnish. bit of a reach. A little bit. But, you know, it's yeah, a little, little bit, bit of a unique name. And mm-hmm. People might not necessarily know how to spell it. K-E-K-S-I. And they're delicious, by the way. The best cookies I've ever had, unquestionably. Uh, so definitely pick those up. For the holidays. It's a good time. Now, here's something that maybe you hadn't considered because you're, you're a hate-mongering who mongers and hate. And that's the economic consequences that come with overturning Roe v. Wade. They're going to be enormous. Are they? According to CNN. Uh, yeah. And uh, economists are warning that this decision will cause immediate economic pain in 26 states where abortion bans are most likely and where people already face lower wages, less worker power, and limited access to health care. Now, uh, why would they lose any access to health care? Because, I guess, because Planned Parenthood is going to shut down? I thought that abortions were just a tiny little minute portion of yeah. the health care that is provided by Planned Parenthood. Basically right? irrelevant, Pat, uh-huh. to their to their operation. Almost. The abortion? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. They don't, I don't even, a, lot, a lot of people who work at Planned Parenthood aren't even aware they do abortions. Yeah, it Because it's surprises such a them. small little Well, they only slice. do 300000 a year. That's it? Yeah, that's it. 
Why are we even talking about this? I thing? don't know. You know? So insignificant. I don't know. But the fall of Roe will be an additional economic barricade to them. Consequences are likely so extensive and far-reaching that it's hard to quantify them, according to Jason Lindo. Jason, try. Try to quantify, because I'd like to hear how damaging. How is this going to hurt the economy? Well, taking away a woman's right to choose. Mm-hmm. Um, it hurt Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood's it it economy. will hurt Planned Parenthood. <laughs> it will. And those people might be out of work in a lot of those states. But it also hurts the overall female health care. It's going to suffer. Uh, for many women, clinics that offer family planning services, I, that always kills me. The family planning at Planned Parenthood is to not have a family. <laughs> it's, it's bizarre. I mean, they do it's also, bizarre. I guess they're out there would be, they do also give you, uh, you know, contraception. They, they do, like, right. while it is a small right. chunk of what they do, and you can look at and debunk their idiotic lies about how small of a percentage or how, uh, you know, how much small of a percentage it is for abortion. Because <laughs> um, it is a very small percentage uh, of uh, of what they do is the other stuff, right? Like, yeah. again, it, like, there's no opposition to funding an organization that gives out uh, free contraception other than just financial. Maybe that's not the right way to do it for the government to be involved. But there's no, there's no moral uh, outrage, I don't think, really from that perspective. Uh, the perspective uh, that's outrageous to people morally is abortion. Mm-hmm. So if you took, like, mm-hmm. for example, there was like, we also give mammograms. And I don't like, think they, they even actually do that. seem they to do that. They do seem to that. refer people for them right. largely. But yes. even if they did do that, there's no opposition to mammogram facilities. If you want to be a non-controversial organization, you could just stop doing abortions. And then no one would find you to be controversial. There's yeah. tons of women's health organizations yeah. that don't do abortions that no one finds controversial, except when the left starts firebombing them. Yeah. They they seem to find it controversial when only prenatal care is done. And they what, seem to find it awful. Speaking of which, there have been 50-plus uh, firebombings and, and uh, attacks on... Uh, care facilities that offer women help with actually giving birth to the baby. Those are being firebombed and set on fire and attacked and graffitied all over the country. And nobody cares about that. No, not a, not one iota. Do they care about that? I still think there's going to be more uh, unrest in the streets over this as we go forward. I'm, I'm honestly surprised it's been as muted as it has been. And when Mm -hmm. I say muted 50 different places have been hit at least Mm-hmm. And we have seen some really violent protests that have broken out. But not what I thought was going to happen. No, I either. thought it would be worse. Yeah. And th- one of the interesting things about this politically, too, going forward is obviously the, the left has said, hey, we got nothing going on here. We've got inflation through the roof. The border's a disaster. Ukraine's not going well. Um, you know, inflation is, is awful. The economy's in the crapper. Mm-hmm. We are in big trouble. And we have nothing to hold on to. So let's grab abortion. And hope that the scare tactics of, you know, hey, your contraception might go away and interracial marriage might go away. Who, who knows? Hope that idiots believe that and come to the polls and we can hold on to some seats. That's mm-hmm. their current governing philosophy. One of the interesting parts about this is if they do go over these lines and they become violent and they start burning down buildings, all the whatever goodwill they might get from moderates who are who favor the abortion side of the argument will go away because a lot of those Mm -hmm. people don't want their cities burned down over these things. So they're trying to hold back on that to protect politically their investment. 
Um, but one of the interesting things about this, I think so many people were convinced that Roe versus Wade going away means abortion is illegal in all circumstances. That is how the media has, they've said handmaid's tale, right? I mean, like, they've, mm -hmm. you know, so mm -hmm. that, that's what they believe is coming. When they live in a state like New York and they realize, oh, well, it's, it's not coming. Actually, uh, you know, most abortions are still legal here. Even in a purple state, mm -hmm. like let's say a um, uh, Florida right now, which is a purplish, you know, maybe a lean, little lean of a red right now. Obviously, we, you know, Ron DeSantis, we like Ron DeSantis and, and they voted red the last couple of elections, but it's always been a close state. Mm -hmm. When they find out that through 15 weeks, they can still get an abortion, 15 weeks, mm -hmm. which would encapsulate mm -hmm. almost all abortions, by the way, it's, you know, 15 week limit allows for almost all abortions it's well above 90 percent of abortions happen between before 15 weeks so this very moderate limit wow. that we've asked for that mississippi was asking for that led to this particular um supreme court ruling is a very modest ask it's like saying okay like let's just not get like the ones where they're crawling around can we not kill those kids i don't know <laughs> can we do that when they're shaking a rattle and saying da da can yeah. we not kill them i don't know when they've grown a beard yeah well, can we maybe just, not maybe not kill them we're just asking for that <laughs> so this would allow for most abortions so people who are really upset about this in florida when their friend or they become pregnant and they decide they're gonna they want an abortion and they can just get it how upset are they gonna be yeah they might be upset for women in texas who can't do it as easily or some lady in, in alabama they might feel some you know some some outrage for and certainly they'll express it online we know how fake a lot of that is. Mm -hmm. Are they really, is that really going to motivate their vote in a, in a situation where they're paying 10, 20, 30% more for their goods every day when they're paying double not, for no. cars and gas yeah. when, when they're, when, when the border is out of control, when we're in seemingly involved in a war, we're not quite involved in, but we're giving billions and billions of dollars away that we can't afford when all of these things are going wrong. Are they really going to be like, well, I can only get an abortion whenever I want it, but other people might not be able to. Most states, guys, most states are going to still allow almost all abortions. That is the reality of where we will be after all of this is done. It, you know, you mm -hmm. might get to 20 states that come close to banning it with with exceptions. But most states are going to have uh, a, a big a big allowance for almost all abortions. Most of them are not late term. And we've, we've acknowledged that throughout this process. Like I really want them banned late term. Most of them aren't late term. Most of them are early. Uh, and uh, that is, doesn't make it any better to me per se. It does make it a lot worse to a lot of people who, who don't look at this issue the same way that I do though. Yeah. You know, a lot of people yeah. do. I mean, 84% of Americans are, are opposed to, um, uh, third term abortions being legal 84 uh, percent yes and I, I agree with what you just said but um, they really feed off of the hatred that and the the zeal and the passion uh, of the abortion activists is just so intense that uh they use that as an impetus for people to vote. And, it, you know, you're just talking about feelings at that point. Okay, these people are taking away your rights, so you must vote against them in, uh, in November. But uh, do you remember the rant that Louis C.K. went on mm. a few years ago? This was, what, I don't know, 2019, 2018, somewhere in there, 
where he was talking about why the right is so fired up about maybe saving babies, maybe uh, uh, not granting abortions to people. And he explained it maybe as well as you can possibly explain it. Here's what he said. People hate abortion protesters. They're so shrill and awful. They think babies are being murdered. (laughs) What are they supposed to be like? I don't know. It's not cool. (laughs) I don't want to be a about it, though. (laughs) I don't want to ruin their day as they murder several babies all the time. (laughs) I don't think it's killing a baby. I don't. I mean, it's it's a little bit... It's a little bit killing a baby. It's a little bit. It's 100% killing a baby. It is. It's totally killing a whole baby. But I think that women should be allowed to kill babies. That's what I think. They should be allowed to kill babies. Be honest. Uh-huh. That's what you have yeah. to believe to, be, to support their position. That's what they're like. Do some shots and kill some babies. <laughs> I killed like four babies last night. It was <laughs> t- <laughs> I just think it has to be one or the other. You know, like when people say abortion should be legal, safe, and rare. Why rare if it should be legal? If it should be legal, it's it's. It's funny because if it should be rare, it's murdering babies. <laughs> it's funny because the safe, legal, and rare thing was always BS. Yeah, it just was more effective than what they're doing now. They're they've decided to be honest about it and celebrate and shout their abortions and to uh, I think real negative effect for their movement. Thank God. But I mean, they've been on, when they're honest about it, people realize what it is. When you say it's like, oh gosh, ugh, it's it's such a balancing act between the life of this child and whether this woman can pursue her career. <laughs> For some reason, that works on some people. It doesn't work on me. I don't think it works on most women. Frankly, you find that women are often the most pro-life people around. But it's interesting to see that. I mean, you see polls that women are more pro-life than men. And like you see certain people in the media, you know, I, I, Dave Portnoy comes to mind, uh, who is pretty, I, I don't know, I mean, he interviewed President Trump. He seems to be like annoyed with all the woke stuff, but he came out, really, he's super pro-choice. Now, he's known for a few different things. He's known for, you know, he interviewed the president, he reviews a lot of pizzas, and he does <laughs> seem to have sex with a lot of 19-year-olds. It's kind of one of his <laughs> defining characteristics, so perhaps... Guys go down these roads often and think to themselves, I can do a lot of things and not have to do a lot of things. I can go down yeah. these roads and have lots of fun without any of the responsibility. And that does seem to connect with a lot of guys. That shouldn't be an argument in its favor. No, you <laughs> think that would be something we look down upon. But, uh, you know, that's just the way that this happens, I guess. So this is the way the, the world works. They're taking advantage of whatever they can. And mm-hmm. if it can scare, like they realize that, that abortion by itself might not be enough, so they're going to scare you about interracial marriage and contraception. They know. I mean, look. And same-sex marriage. Yeah. Uh, they're trying to lump that into it, too. They absolutely know it is not at risk. It is explicitly in the ruling that it is not at risk. Mm-hmm. One person, Clarence Thomas, wrote a concurring opinion saying, yes, it's not an issue in this case, but I, if I had the opportunity, I would go back and reverse some of these cases. He's not saying he's opposed to contraception. He's just saying they were improperly decided, which, of course, is accurate. But still, 
With all that being said, boys and girls, it's not happening. Unless you get five more Clarence Thomases on the court, which we do not have. And Probably we can't seem no. to find, right. by the way. We're tr- we've tried a lot of times. <laughs> we really have. We can't seem to find more Clarence Thomases. 888-727-BEZK. More patents to do for Glenn Beckman. Program. Miss a day? Miss a lot. Visit blazetv.com today and never miss a moment of truth. Uh, it's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, Glenn's on vacation this week. Uh, this is kind of interesting. Colin Kaepernick back in the news because he recently tried out with the uh, with Las Vegas Raiders. Um, Warren Sapp said he heard it was the worst workout of all time. <laughs> Which goes to Stu's continual point. Always remember, before Colin Kaepernick took a knee... He lost his job to Blaine Gabbert. Ouch. Never forget. (laughs) Never forget. Before he took a knee, Uh. he already lost his job, and he lost that job to Blaine Gabbert. (laughs) I I made a t-shirt that says just that on studosmerch.com because it's such an important thing for this country to unite on and remember. Yes. Always. This is the Glenn Beck Program.